Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 213 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading 1 Corinthians chapter 2 today, and we've got quite a mystery. In fact, our focus is on what is the great mystery of God and what is God's hidden wisdom all about. So thanks for joining us, and I would encourage you to tell a friend, tell a family member about the podcast. Word of mouth is how we uh, get more people listening. Maybe even consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts just to subscribe to the show. Search for Bible 2021 podcast, that's 2021, and you can also do that on Apple Podcasts and leave a review there. That's a good way to help us reach other people. Our website is Bible2021.com, Bible2021.com. Now, if you've listened to this show for a while, you probably know that I love a good mystery. I planned on being a detective or FBI agent as a kid, not a pastor, and I am still a big fan of all things mystery-related. As a kid, I read pretty voraciously in my favorite books when I was tiny whiny was The Bobsy Twins and The Happy Hollisters. And then I graduated to the more gritty hearty boys and then the three investigators and pretty much any mystery I could get my hands on. And still today as an adult, I watch a ton of mystery and crime shows on TV, still read uh, fictional and non-fictional detective kind of books. And I am genuinely subscribed to and listen to no less than two dozen different crime and mystery podcasts. And honestly, it might be three dozen. I didn't go count because I feel like I would be embarrassed. But today's mystery is less like all of those other mysteries, not a whodunit, but more of a deep, inscrutable, almost incomprehensibly amazing kind of mystery, uh, not a simple solve the murder case. So the topics of mystery and hidden wisdom show up more than once today in our uh chapter. In verse 1 of 2 Corinthians 2, it says, Paul says, when I came to you, brothers and sisters, announcing the mystery of God to you, I did not come with brilliance of speech or wisdom. Then we skip down to verse 6, where Paul says, we do, however, speak a wisdom among the mature, but not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. On the contrary, we speak God's hidden wisdom in a mystery a wisdom God predestined before the ages for our glory. So you got some real heavy theological words and concepts in there, like predestination, God's hidden wisdom, and the mystery of God. So what is this mystery of God? Well, the good news is we don't even have to put on our Sherlock Holmes-style deerstalker hat to solve the mystery of what is the mystery of God, because Paul speaks frequently elsewhere of this mystery, and he gives us an idea in other passages of what exactly is being talked about. 1 Timothy 3.16, for instance, says, most certainly the mystery of godliness is great. He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the nations, believed on in the world, and taken up in glory. So 1 Timothy 3.16 obviously points us very strongly in the direction of what this mystery is. And then Colossians chapter 2, verse 1 through 3, really brings it home for us when Paul says, I want you to know how greatly I'm struggling for you, for those in Laodicea, and for all who have not seen me in person. I want their hearts to be encouraged and joined together in love so that they may have all the riches of complete understanding and have the knowledge of God's mystery. Christ in him are hidden 
all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Well, even the sometimes bumbling Inspector Lestrade could solve this with the verses we just read. Jesus is the mystery of God. But again, what does that mean? How is Jesus a mystery? What a strange way of Paul speaking, right? Well, let's go back to Paul and hear him explain a little bit more, which he does in Colossians 1, 25-29. Paul says, I have become the church's servant according to God's commission that was given to me for you to make the word of God fully known, the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. God wanted to make known among the Gentiles the glorious wealth of this mystery which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. We proclaim him, warning and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone mature in Christ. I labor for this, striving with his strength that works powerfully in me. So now we're getting somewhere. Jesus is the mystery of God, and part of the reason he is the mystery of God is because this plan of God, which was predestined to happen before even the world began, according to our 1 Corinthians passage today, was hidden to the world until the coming of Jesus. In other words, even before the fall of man happened in the Garden of Eden, the triune God knew what was coming. He knew sin was coming, and he knew that the coming of Jesus and his death and resurrection were the only solution so for thousands of years of biblical history, the people of God were turning away from God and returning to him after discipline and then turning away and wandering away again and again and again and again. God always knew that the solution to that problem was coming. His hidden mystery of his son Jesus was coming. He would live the life we should have lived. He would die the death we should have died. And then Jesus would send his spirit into us to be the great hope of the world, Christ in us, the hope of glory. So what about the hidden wisdom of God? Well, let's turn to Pastor John Piper to help us better understand that and also to see another facet of the mystery of God, the fact that Jesus came in part to unite Jewish and Gentile people to make one new man, one new group out of two. John Piper says, I take it then that the wisdom of God is primarily the wisdom it took to devise a plan of redemption as great as this, a plan to unite and glorify Jew and Gentile contrary to all human expectation by the horrible death of the mighty Messiah. The wisdom of God is virtually the same as the mystery of Christ revealed to Paul. In 1 Corinthians 2, 7, Paul says, We speak the hidden wisdom of God in a mystery which God foreordained before the ages for our glory. God's wisdom is the counsel of his will, says Ephesians 1.11, by which he ordained from all eternity to glorify the church through the unthinkable death of his son. In 1 Corinthians 1.23 and 24, Paul says, We preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and folly to Gentiles, but to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christ crucified for the unification and glorification of Jews and Gentiles in the church is the mystery of God and the wisdom of God. Amen. Well, let's read our passage. 
This is 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, announcing the mystery of God to you, I did not come with brilliance of speech or wisdom. I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I came to you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not be based on human wisdom, but on God's power. We do, however, speak a wisdom among the mature, but not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. On the contrary, we speak God's hidden wisdom in a mystery, a wisdom God predestined before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age knew this wisdom, because if they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no human heart has conceived, God has prepared these things for those who love him. Now God has revealed these things to us by the Spirit, since the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except his Spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who comes from God, so that we may understand what has been freely given to us by God. We also speak these things not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual things to spiritual people. But the person without the Spirit does not receive what comes from God's Spirit because it is foolishness to him. He is not able to understand it since it is evaluated spiritually. The spiritual person, however, can evaluate everything, and yet he himself cannot be evaluated by anyone, for who has known the Lord's mind that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Amen. Well, let's close with our Bible memory verse for the month of August. Happy August, by the way. It is several verses, but I think we can manage because these verses don't need to be broken up and they're super important. So our Bible memory verse for the month of August is 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 6, which says, love is patient, love is kind. Love does not envy, is not boastful, is not arrogant, is not rude. It's not self-seeking, is not irritable, and does not keep a record of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Amen. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.